Hello there and welcome to Pick Your Poison, which is brought to you by MMA Fight Club. I'm your host, Manny Galarza. Today we're going over UFC Vegas 45, the unfortunately last event of the year for 2021. We have to wait a few weeks till the middle of January before UFC picks back up. So let's make the most of it. We're going to go over some of the prop bets we like, some parlays you want to consider, some live dogs, some over-unders, some violent spots, and some high-risk bets you might want to double check on before you put your money down on it. So let's first start off here with uh, our favorite bets of the night, the ones we feel the most confident with. Some of these are props, some of these are money line bets. So first off, plus 300 Lemos by TKO. I like Amanda Lemos a lot here in the main event. She's one of my favorite outright picks to win, but at plus 300 by TKO, She's got such mean striking, such hard striking. She hits so hard. It's clean. She's intimidating. I think she comes in there, intimidates Angela Hill pretty early, ends the fight at some point within the first two rounds. And not so much that she, like, hurts Angela Hill very badly, but Angela Hill feels the power and says, you know what, enough's enough. I like that plus 300 there on Lemos. Minus 175 for Tafa and Hunsucker to be under a round and a half. Now, that covers you on both sides because I do like Tafa to win the fight. But just in case Hunsucker comes out here and cracks him and gets a win somehow, it is heavyweight bangers. I think this fight, regardless, does not go past the halfway point of round number two. Minus 170 for Mirshat versus Stolfus for the fight not going the distance. Now, here's my philosophy on this. Here's my, my thinking on this, okay? Because I could see it going the distance as well. These guys are very evenly matched. But Mirshat, a guy with 25 submissions, tons of submissions in his recent wins, versus Stolfus who's a guy who's coming forward a little reckless. He's going to be trying to bang with Mirshat. Mirshat's had some chin, chin issues recently, so I see either Stolfus cracking him, getting a TKO win, or getting sloppy, getting into Mirshat's guard, turning his back, giving up back control, and getting submitted by Mirshat. So that's why I like that minus 170 for the fight, not going the distance there on that, on that fight. Minus 280 for Simone, straight up on the money line. I like him a lot. He's probably my second most favorite pick for just straight up to win behind Amanda Lemos on this card. So at minus 280, I think there's value there. Minus 310 for Lemos. I just mentioned her. I like her at plus 300 for the for the prop bet, but I also like her straight up at minus 310. I'll be putting about five units on that, maybe even six units straight up on Lemos at minus 310 to win her fight. I think there's value there. She's just a much better fighter. She's very, very tough. I think she gets this win. She finishes it within a distance. Uh, minus 335 for Tafa to win. I think Tafa is just a class above right now um, where Harry Hunsucker's at. So at minus 335, yeah, it's a little chalky, but it is a confident play. It'll be part of my parlay that I'll discuss here at the end. Barcelos to win by minus 335 as well on the money line. I like that too. Yes, it is chalky. I get it, but I'll, I'll describe again at the end of this episode why I like those pieces for my parlay as well and why I'm so confident in them. So those are my most confident picks on this card. Next up, going the distance. Which fights do I want to bet on going the distance or not going the distance? I did not include every fight here in the card because some of them I just didn't have a good feel for. Like, for example, the um, fight down here with um, I think Dantel Mays and Josh Parrish, uh, Parisian. I did not include that here because I just don't have a good feel for that fight. It is a heavyweight fight. You're thinking, oh, it's going to go under, but it's just a lot of unknowns there. So let's start off here from the top. Dalkis and Lewis, not going the distance, is minus 500. Yes, very chalky, but if you're going to bet the fight for the distance, I think you're kind of safe there. I think what happens here is one of two things. Either Dalkis gets cracked or Lewis gets you know gets cracked. It's pretty much that's it. Heavyweight fight. Now, could it be boring? Could it be a bit of a dud? Can Lewis be waiting for that one punch the entire time? And Dalkis is landing a lot of punches and just winning on points, and it goes to the decision. Yeah, and then you're holding that minus 500 ticket, and you're like, that's too chalky. So maybe something to double check on, but I think going the distance there for Dawkins versus Lewis, not going the distance, I mean, is, is a likelihood uh, to happen. Thompson versus Belil, Mohamed Belil, uh, Belil Mohamed, I mean. 
The fight going to distance is minus 250. I think that fight does go to distance. These guys have both gone distance a lot recently. They're very durable. They're evenly matched. I think Thompson wins the fight um, by point. The fight goes into scorecards. Minus 250, not a bad spot. Plus 130 for Lemos by Hill with a fight knock with a distance. This is, again, back on Lemos finishing the fight. I think she finishes this fight. So plus 138 right there. The fight knock with a distance. I like that spot. Plus 110 for Simone versus Asun Asunso. Um, Asunko? Asunka? Asunso? Oh, my gosh. I, I can't pronounce his name right now. Um, so Rafael versus Simone. This fight knock with a distance. Plus 110. I like that. It's just about a pick him. But I like Simone to wear him out. I like him to wear out the, the old man. I like him to tire him out at some point, maybe late round two, round three. Get a submission finish or TKO finish. Gamrot over Ferreira. I do this same thing. I think he's going to grind out the fighter here. I think Gamrot's got a hell of a wrestling game. He's, gonna, he's got a, a, a big-time gas tank. He's going to wrestle you in round three the same way he does in round one. At plus 100 for the fight, not going the distance, I think there's a chance he finishes the fight. Now, I don't love that prop. I'm going to go to the bank and unload my truck at the window for that. But I do think there's a, ch a chance there the fight does not go the distance. Swanson versus Elkins. That fight I do see going the distance. These guys are pretty durable. I see Elkins wrestling him. I do see a way that Elkins could be the upset dog here and win the fight by wrestling and position points. But either way, Swanson has had a way of going to a lot of decisions, and he's got those fight of the nights, and he's cracking, and both guys are swinging at the end of the fight. I can see this fight being very bloody and ugly. Both guys standing at the end, proud, you know, willing to fall on their, you know, go out on their sword. So, um, yeah, I think it goes the distance here. Minus 170 for Mirshat versus Stolzfuss for the fight, not with the distance. This, again, is what I mentioned before. I think either Mearshat submits Stolfus because Stolfus gets a little bit sloppy and leaves his neck open, or Stolfus cracks Mearshat and shows that the chin there is a bit of an issue. Tafa at minus 400. I believe that's now minus 500. I saw it now just recently. It's moved to minus 500 for Tafa and Hunsucker for the fight not to go the distance. That's kind of like the Dalkis and Lewis fight. Um, don't want to do much with it. Just putting it out there. It's a number that you're aware of, but the fight probably does not go the distance here. Uh, Melissa Gatto, I haven't talked about her enough. I really like her a lot here. She's probably one of my lower-level tickets for my parlays. But when she wins this fight, I'm not going to be surprised. I think she's got a lot of potential. Um, she's arrows pointing up with her. She's technically undefeated at 7-0-2. Um, this fight, I think, does not go the distance because I think she submits Eubanks. I think she wears down Eubanks late round two, round three, gets a submission. Raquel Pennington over Chison. I think she, Raquel wins this fight. But the fight most likely goes to decision. That's more or less the path to victory for Raquel Pennington. I think she roughs her up enough, keeps her against the cage, fights her game, gets a win there. But either way, if you're not sure who's going to win the fight, most likely it does go to decision. You cover both sides, minus 250. So those are the going to distance props. Now, looking at the violence bets. So these are specific bets based upon the fight probably getting finished here. Starting off with Ricky Simone. I do think he's got a high likelihood of finishing this fight inside the distance. Um, he's the younger fighter. He's a guy who's got a you know ton of motivation. He's a good good wrestler. He's very well rounded. Rafael Asunso has shown recently that he's slowing down, getting finished twice in his last what three or four losses. Um, I think his last knockout specifically it goes against Cody Garbrandt was rough, man. He really took a cold clock in there. So not sure if he's fully even recovered from that. At 39 years old, this could be it. Um, so I do like Simone here to put the pressure and pace on him and maybe get him out of there. Not because he cracks him or hurts him or concusses him. But more just he overwhelms him and wears him out. So, um, Mirshat, plus 180 by submission. It's not as... I wish it was a little better. But you know what? The books know. Mirshat is, what, 25 submissions on his career. That's a sub you got. I mean, it's a prop you got to look at. So, plus 180 by Mirshat. If you like Mirshat to win that fight, take that. Plug that prop right there. Minus 175 for the fight going under a round and a half with Tafa versus Hunsucker. I mentioned this before, I believe, as well. I like this prop. It's a tiny bit chalky, but the reality here is that if Hunsucker comes in, 
Here's a guy who's never been out of round one, right? So the math will tell you that he's probably going to be finishing the fight in round one if he wins. And if he loses, it'll be also in round one. God forbid it gets out to round two. I still think it's going to be high pressure and pace to start round two. Someone gets clipped and someone's out of there. If this goes beyond the midpoint in round two, I'm very surprised. I'm probably not the only person who's saying that. So at minus 175, there's some value there. Plus 550, Melissa Gatto by submission. Hitting that one. I'm hitting that one for, I think I already had that in for a half a unit. I like Melissa Gatto a lot. Her, her submission ability is unbelievable. Her boxing has really improved a lot. I think she goes in there and gets a win either way. But at plus 550, I'm not surprised if she gets a submission. And that's a nice price. Plus 180 for Jordan by TKO. This one was a little bit weird to me. This should have been, uh, I, I would have thought, I would have thought this would have been a little bit more like minus 120. I'm sorry, not minus 120. Like plus 120, even to almost pick him. At plus 180, there's great value here. Jordan has finished every single one of the fights that he's won. Now, does he finish the fight today? I'm sorry, today um, against this against this matchup right here. Does, is he able to go in here and, and uh, you know make roadkill of Andre Ewell? You know, Ewell's a veteran. He's been around the block. A little bit of a weight change. Um, he could protect himself. But Jordan has pressure, pace, a little wild. He's got a ton of finishes in his early career of his what, 11 total fights. He's got 11 finishes. I think he gets his 12th finish here, and I think it's by TKO. So at plus 180, there's some nice value there. Last one here for the violence bets. Levitt by submission. Now, I'm reaching here a little bit because I'm going down to the first fight of the night. It's a prelim fight. Just want to get a little action here. I'm going to probably put something small, a dash, not even a sprinkle, just a dash of a quarter unit or half unit on Levitt by submission. In all likelihood, if he were to win this fight, and I think he does win this fight, I think, I think, um, it's probably by submission. He's dangerous on the ground. Matt Sales has shown that he could be a little careless or reckless about giving up his back in, in recent fights. Levitt's only path to victory, his only way to fight in general, is through submissions. He's not a very good striker. He just strikes temporarily to set up the submissions or takedowns. So I think Levitt, if he gets his way, if the fight goes his way, he bounces back from the last fight where he lost, Submission here at plus 175. It's not great. It's not awesome value, but it's better than betting him straight up at minus 110 where you're you're getting pretty much even money. So let's move on here to high-risk spots. These are five spots that I want you to just take a look at. Double check if they're on your parlay list or your parlay ticket. Um, if you're putting a lot of money behind them, just heed my warning. I'm just telling you there's some risk here involved with these bets. Minus 195 of the money line for Dontel Mays. The, best, the, 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 the risk there is very inherent to the fact that it's a heavyweight fight. It's obvious. We know that. So could he go in there and get cracked by Josh Parisian? Yes. Could he go in there and just get very tired in round two and three? And you got Josh Parisian, who's like the Energizer buddy with tons of output, has one of the highest outputs of any heavyweight, just keeps going, doesn't know how to quit. Um, enjoys bleeding a little bit. Past fights, he's bleeding on his face. He's like, I love it, man. I'm out here. You know, just a bruiser. So the kind of guy where... If you hit him with everything but the kitchen sink, he's going to enjoy it. You know, he's the kind of guy, if he gets his tooth knocked out, he's going to be smiling like, let's go, man. That worries me for a guy like Dontel Mays where he does have the reach advantage, six foot six, and he's tall and everything else like that. But he hasn't really been taken to darker waters or deeper waters, excuse me. Hasn't fought high-level competition. I like Mays to win. I like Mays to win the fight. I think he does win this fight here. But a little scary here at minus 195. I'd stay far away from that as a money line bet straight up. And also, if you're thinking about doing that into a parlay, keep it at the very bottom of your parlay ticket charles jordan i think i'm more concerned about charles jordan because i'm hearing also other people talk about it i grant grant is a few things we got to admit here with charles jordan yes he is reckless yes he has like ebbs and flows and there are ebbs and flows in his fights one minute he's amazing he's looking like a ninja he's jumping knees spinning stuff you know whatever else it's looking good and then he can't land anything and then he's balling up and then he's taking punches and then he's getting hit and then he's getting rocked 
And then you're like, come back, Superman, come back. So with Charles Jourdain, like the best version of him, yeah, I think he comes in there on, on Saturday night and he gives Andre Ewell a hell of a time and probably wins the fight and finishes the fight because he's got a lot of finishes in his young career. 11 wins, 11 wins, 11 finishes, right? Andre Ewell has shown that he can... He could be broken like any man. He could be broken. And so I think Charles Jourdain has the possibility of doing that. But then are we surprised on Saturday night if Andre Yule uses his size and speed and reach? Now, size meaning his reach. He's going to have like a four or five reach advantage. Not the height. Not the height. That'll be the same. But he's a he's a veteran. You know, 25 total fights, fights in the UFC. Um, he's got a lot to fight for here. 33 years old. You know, he's approaching the prime years. It's like shit or get off the pot, right? So I do think this is a close fight. It worries me a little bit. I am taking Charles Jordan as a, as a fighter. I'm going to be betting on straight up. I think I have a half unit already in on him at this minus 200 price tag, and I have him in a few parlays. But again, probably going to have to move him down the, the list of my, my parlays in terms of my priorities. Now, next one up, Justin Toffa, minus 335. This one's tough for me because on one side, he's one of my favorite picks in my parlays, right? But I got to admit that as a heavyweight fighter, here we go again, heavyweight fighter, there's that inherent risk of anything is possible. One punch changes the fight. Harry Hunsucker fights that way. That's all he's coming in there for. He's like, listen, I'm either going to get knocked out or I'm knocking the guy across from me out. That's what we're doing. And when we're done, I'm going to give a nice little speech and I'm out. Okay, so here's a guy who's no nonsense. He doesn't have the greatest boxing technique. He's going to give two to trade two, give it back and forth, and just hopefully his chin checks out. I think that doesn't work here against Justin Taffa, who can take a punch or two. Um, he's shown that in the recent past. Um, he could fight patiently. He can go round two or three. Here we got a guy, Hunsucker, has never been past like the halfway of round one. The guy's just all finisher, all business. I think what happens here is he probably gets finished by Taffa. That's most likely what happens. But, man, if he lands a bomb on Taffa or just hits Taffa in some kind of way, I have seen Taffa get, like, hit in the eye and then be like, ah, you know, kind of balling up. Didn't get finished. They in his feet, but looks sensitive, put it that way. So, um, with that said, at minus 235, that's chalky as a mofo. He's going to be in some of my parlays. I'm going to have to make some parlays without Justin Toffa in it as well to get away from this. It's a possible, you know, apple pie shitter, as our boy uh, would say over there on um, uh, Dogger Pass. Why am I forgetting Cody's name? Cody, Cody Saptic. All right, yes, this could be an apple pie shitter, Mr. Justin Toffa. So something to be careful. Now, next one up, Cub Swanson at minus 200. I love me some, some Cub Swanson, but the more I broke down that film... The more I kept seeing, like, I could, in my head, flashes of Darren Elkins wrestling the hell out of Cub Swanson for two of the three rounds. Third round, whichever round that is, Darren Elkins is bleeding, getting beaten up, but he's holding on. It's not quite a 10-8, but it's almost a 10-8, but he holds on, and then he somehow just scrapples by two rounds. He peels Cub Swanson to the ground just enough. I like Cub Swanson's defense. Cub Swanson's no slouch. He's going to fight. He's going to grapple back on the feet. He's got an advantage over Elkins, but... Damn it, Elkins. Like, this guy has a motor that just doesn't stop. He likes to wrestle. He's at the age of his career right now where he knows he needs wins. There's no bullshitting here. 37 years old. He's coming to wrestle. Cub Swanson's coming to box. It worries me a little bit. Though I like Cub Swanson and I picked him to win on the prediction show, it's not one of my solid picks, and it's not one not going to be a top ticket for me in my parlays as well. Last one here for the high-risk spots. Gerald Mearshat. Minus 225. I like Dustin Stolfist, Stolfist to win the fight. I have him as a dogger pass on the, on the prelim card. He's the main. This is the main event of the prelims. Look, Dustin Stolfist has a lot of holes in his game. Yes, I do understand that. At plus, though, 185, could he not clip Gerald Mearshat? Gerald Mearshat has shown in recent fights that his chin, it's um, inconsistent. Put it that way. Because some of his recent fights, he gets clocked. And you're like, wow, look at that. He checked out. He's able to hang in there with the guy. Other fights where it's been like 17 seconds against Kamsmat, Kam, 
Kamzat uh, Chemaev, where he just got clipped right away. Um, and in another fight before that as well, he got clipped pretty quickly. So Dustin Solskjaer is a tough guy. He doesn't have great boxing technique. He comes forward like a boxing robot. But he's going to tag Gerald. He doesn't mind getting hit himself. He could take some punches. He showed that against Adolfo Rivera. Rivera. Um, Vieira. So the point is, look, I think Dustin, Dustin Stolfus is a live dog here at plus 185. That minus, one, minus 225 for Gerald Mearshat, I would not feel comfortable with that. This fight, as I mentioned before, probably does not go the distance. Either Dustin knocks him out or Mearshat submits him. So let's move on here to live on, live on the dogs. Okay, we like to talk about dogs, right? Let's talk about dogs. Here are five dogs in the card I think you want to consider. And they're more or less in order here. Starting off with Darren Elkins at plus 170 in the money line. Melissa Gatto at plus 190. Dustin Stolfis at plus 185. Andre Ua at plus 170. And Derek Lewis, who's more or less a pick'em. Derek Lewis is a plus 120. That could change. That could be just pick'em by the time the fight goes off. So I'm not going to really count that as a dog, but it's technically a dog. Whatever. Um, just to recap here on this. Melissa Gatto, I like her so much. This is going to be a good fight, even if she loses here. Um, I'm going to rationalize. Even if she loses, I have money on her to win. I'll still be happy if the fight is close and she does a good job. I think this is a good fighter. I think she's got a lot of potential. That plus 190 in the money line is very, very sexy. But take a look at these dogs. If you're thinking about one of these dogs yourself, maybe this gives you the confidence to actually put the put the money down on it, right? All right, so first parlay. Here's my first parlay of the night. we got three of them to give out. This is a safe one. This is the one that I'm like, ah, pretty sure this will hit here, okay? we got five legs. All of them are money line legs. Lamos minus 310, Simone minus 280, Barcelos minus 335, Tafa minus 335, and Thompson minus 220. I've fallen in love with Thompson this week, or back in love with Thompson this week. I think he is just a much better overall fighter than Belial Muhammad. There's value there at minus 220. If you take those five legs together, Lamos, Simone, Barcelos, Tafa, and Thompson, that gives you plus 340 odds. If you put a $50 wager on that, that'll pay out $220. Very nice. Pretty much, what, four to one, right? Um, all right, so second parlay. This one's a little bit more risky, more of a medium risk parlay. We're going to add a few pieces to what we just had. So minus 335 for Tafa, plus 335, I'm sorry, minus 335 for Barcelos, plus two, plus two, well, you know what, these numbers here on the screen are not correct. I'll have to correct this uh, when I break this video back down. But minus 335 for Tafa, minus 335 for Barcelos, uh, minus 280 for Simone, uh, minus 310 for Lemos. Um, minus uh, plus 180. I'm sorry. Minus 180 for Gamrot and minus 220 for Thompson. Minus 190 for Jordan. If you combine those pieces, okay. So that's Tafa, Barcelos, Simone, Lemos, Gamrot, Thompson, and Jordan. All of those pieces on the money line. That gives you plus 945 odds. Okay. I know I confused it there when I was reading off the numbers, but forget about the odds. All right. When you put, when you plug it into your system, you'll see what I'm talking about. Tafa, Barcelos, Simmons, or Simone, Lemos, Gamrot. Thompson and Jordan. That gives you plus 945 odds. A $25 bet will yield you a $261 payout. Last parlay and the most exciting parlay is the lottery parlay. How we turn $5 into $4,218. Here we go. All right. So lottery parlay is going to be right here, starting with the top. Lemos, Simone, Tafa, Barcelos, Thompson, and Gamrot. Now, those pieces right there, okay, that, that, six, that six group right there, that's my top tier. If you're watching this on YouTube or you're watching this on some kind of video device, you see that it's marked in green. Those are my top ticket, most confident parlay pieces. So if you're going to parlay some items on this card with some basketball, some NFL football, or maybe just dip and dab with some other stuff in the prelims, those top pieces, Lemos, Simone, Tafa, Barcelos, Thompson, and Gamrat, a lot of confidence that those pieces are going to win. Now, the next group, the yellow group, is the next tier down where I have a little less confidence, but still some confidence. Jordan at minus 180. 
Pennington at minus 165, Swanson at minus 190, and Gato at plus 140, which has moved around. It was plus 140, plus 190, but the point is she's plus money um, in that range. So that's my next tier right there. The last tier of this parlay, the, the tier that I feel the least confidence about, is Dalkis at minus 145, Stolfus at plus 190, Maze at minus 190, 190, and minus 125 for Levitt. Okay? Now, if you put these pieces all together, these are 14 legs, all 14 fights on this card, it gives you 84,265 odds. A $5 wager would pay out $4,218. Whip out five bucks, throw it in there, throw it into the parlay machine, wish yourself some luck, pray, maybe you come out with $4,000 after the weekend's over. On a serious note, what I'd like to do with this is just my personal preference. I will place a $5 wager on this because you never know, right? But on top of that, just take a few pieces out of here. Like if you really don't like Stol if you don't like Stolfis, you like that plus one ninety. I don't believe in what he's saying. Uh, I don't think he's got it. Take it out of there. If you don't like Maze either, get it out. Jordan, Gamera, anything. Take a few of the pieces out of there. Come up with the parlay uh, strategy that makes the most sense for you. Also, this goes without saying. Listen to Cody Saptic. Uh, listen to um, Bleed. Listen to uh, Clint. Uh, Die Hard MMA. Listen to um, MMA Lawton. There's a lot of great cappers out there. Narco Cop MMA. There's tons of guys out there giving great advice. Um, John Kelly. Um, go out there, compare their notes. I find that when I listen to them as well, I try not to let it taint my advice. But still, it helps me. It gives me another, another, another side, another point of view, right? So with that said, that's our Pick Your Poison episode. Last one of the year, guys. My gosh, I can't believe it. We're going to be on a break here for a few weeks because we don't come back until mid-January uh, for the next UFC event. But... Anyway, thanks a lot for joining us. If you haven't done so already, please like and subscribe. And if you are not aware, we do have a $25 Amazon gift card giveaway that's going on right now. And that's to get that gift card. It's pretty simple. All you have to do is watch the prediction video for UFC Vegas 45, which we just came out with. If you watch that prediction video, you're looking for the episodes or not episodes. You're looking for the videos in there, the breakdowns that have the snow. Whatever, whatever breakdowns in that full episode have the snow in the breakdown where it's like snowing on the screen. Save up those, whatever, write those down, go to the comment section, and the first three users who go to the comment section under our UFC Vegas 45 breakdown episode, if they go there and list the actual breakdowns within that video that have the, have the, that have the snow going on, put it in the comment section. The first three users that do that, actually, we're going to make it the first four users. The first four users that do that successfully and correctly, we're going to send you guys a $25 Amazon gift card from yours truly at MMA Fight Club as a little bit of a holiday greeting. New Year's gift, whatever you want to call it, so you can go on Amazon and buy yourself something or maybe buy your booze something. So again, check out our uh, breakdown for UFC Vegas 45. It's available on our channel. Look at it. When you see the snow, see what break, see what episode, see what part of that uh, the film it is, see what fight that is, jot it down, put those fights down all together. It's maybe three fights or four fights. Put it into the comment section. First four people to do that right, we give them a $25 gift card. So happy, happy holidays. Happy New Year. Ho, ho, ho. Please like and subscribe. Peace.